Peace, everyone. Welcome back to Anonymous Addiction, the programming podcast on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, ladies and gentlemen, or people, or them, or they, or whatever, whatever gender, I don't care what you are, or who you are, or what you say you are, or what label you got, come join us, okay? Uh, because you can see right here, it says no more labels, all right? So we're going to try to stay away from labels. Today, I don't know how it happened, but Ryan, Ryan's, Ryan's part of the Facebook uh, group, Anonymous Addiction at My Truth About AA, as Bobby C sees it. And he, he joined the group. He, we kind of message each other back and forth. And we've been doing this for about, I'd say about two weeks now. And, and it's just wonderful because I got to know this gentleman and, and I'm, I'm really keen on him. I really like him as a human being, you know, as a person even though he is a CEO of a big rehab company, a corporation, uh, let's see, ARC Addiction Recovery Center in South Africa. You believe it, ladies and gentlemen? I'm international. You know, when you go on this internet thing and you do YouTube stuff, it automatically goes international. So, hey, Ryan, introduce yourself a little bit and say hey, hi to the audience. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Good. Um, how Bobby? How are you doing? Great. <clears throat> yeah, so thanks for, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate the, the fact that, you, um, that you're doing this with me. I think it's going to be interesting. And I've been watching a lot of your stuff, and I've really found it very interesting. And, and uh, I want to get into a conversation with you about a lot of it. So I hope you don't mind if I get a bit more comfortable, Bobby. Um, Oh, great. Come on, relax. You're over my house. We're just we're just getting together. Two people cool. getting together, talking about some stuff that maybe other people don't even know or little controversial topics and uh, maybe a little bit of conspiracy stuff, too, because we're going to talk a little bit about that also. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's get right into it, uh, Ryan. Uh, Ryan Bernard. Did I say? No, I didn't say your last name, Bernard. Okay. Ryan has a Ryan has a YouTube channel, Dually Diagnosed. Check it out, please. I just posted something on Facebook about that. Dually Diagnosed on Facebook. Check him out. He's got a lot of a lot of professionals on there, and a lot of regular people talking about a lot of different things. I'd like to get right into this 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 thing that you just did a YouTube channel probably yesterday, and I what the heck was the title of that? Um, Oh, uh, absurdity, dodging personal responsibility, <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, yeah, it was, um, we were talking a lot about all kinds of different stuff and, um, rewiring because this program is about deprogramming and reprogramming. So it's also, it's kind of the same thing that you were talking about rewiring the brain, which can happen. You know, sure. in all cases, in some cases, I believe it probably cannot happen, you know, and uh, that's special cases. And, you know, we're, we're, we're not talking about those cases. We're talking about uh, Ryan and, and myself today. So what do you what do you got to say about this rewiring of the brain? Look, I think, um, you know, again, I've you know, and I've mentioned in that video that that I was diagnosed with ADHD. And um, so. Uh, I've got a, <clears throat> I've got a view on on sort of um, that, in in 
in that, you know, growing up, I, I believe had, had that been treated while I was growing up, um, I would have had a different sort of outcome as an, as an adolescent. Okay. So, um, you know, if, if, yeah, so rewiring the brain, <clears throat> basically, I mean, I, I mentioned Malcolm Gladwell's book as well. Um, I don't know if you've read it, Bobby. It's, he talks about 10,000 hours um, being the, being like the optimal amount of time to master any kind of, um, uh, you know, practice or whatever. So like, if you want to learn the guitar, the 10,000 hours is the optimal sort of, you know, for you to be a real pro at it, right? And that's because the brain sort of, rewires or builds networks in that part so you know in the video i mentioned that um uh people that play string in instruments have um have thicker um th the part of the brain that sort of deals with um the left hand ha is is a lot thicker so when they do the do the scans they obviously determine this kind of thing when they you know they've done brain scans and all that kind of thing so um so yeah, so the brain can most certainly be re, re it can be rewired and it's constantly being rewired in terms of our experiences. So um, going through traumatic experiences rewire our brain and we become sort of like um, when you when you're traumatized, you become sort of more alert and and uh, more anxious, obviously, and because you're constantly on the lookout for trouble or, or something out to get you or whatever the case, right? Um, and that's just because it's such an intensive sort of experience that the, that it's caused changes to the brain um so you know i think in terms of in terms of your topic bobby um deprogramming from from the aa um you know i think if you you know coming from a desperate and hopeless sort of place when you're in addiction or you know when you hit your rock bottom or whatever it is right um coming out of that um, it's very easy to sort of get become indoctrinated into a way of thinking, right? And, um, you know, I think AA in a lot of ways, um, there's a lot of, I think there's, there's some good that comes from it, um, but there's a lot of sort of bad, uh, bad players, if I, if I can put, put it that way, that sort of take advantage of all of the, take advantage of the concept and, the, and the, what it is and sort of um use it for their own sort of personal agendas and that kind of thing and and it um you, you know people end up sort of going down a road where they're indoctrinated into some kind of bullshit so no know. so in other words yeah right i agree with you and it's it, i call it that's why they call it programming okay yep. it's a it's a program and it's a programming and actually when we go there because i went there for many 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 years okay hmm. what what actually was happening through words through phrases through repetition yes. it, it is it is wiring my brain into programming something that i am being told hmm. okay so it's not coming from me it's coming from the exterior and when hmm. i you know when i go into alcoholics anonymous they, they ask you to raise your hand and say oh uh my name is Bobby C and I'm an alcoholic. Well, I am not an alcoholic. Okay. I may have had problematic drinking and drugging, but I, I sure am not an alcoholic. It's like, I am not a diabetic. I have diabetes. You know, I might've had a problem and, and they want to try to compare cancer or diabetes to this thing that they call alcoholism. But in reality, uh, 
we can overcome this and rewire our brains uh, to uh, without labels, without mm. the words alcoholic, addict, or uh, brain diseased or powerless. So mm. yeah, I agree mm. with that. And you were you mentioned a thousand ten thousand hours mm. of bad programming, and that's what I think me and you went through in an early stage. We went through some ten thousand hours of bad programming through environment, mm. uh, through different types of uh, social, psychological, physiological, uh, uh, emotional uh, deficiencies, lack mm. of skills. And, and we, for me, when, when I came in and decided to say yes to help, and me personally, I believe in abstinence. That's just for me. Now, yeah. People can moderate, people use harm reduction. And actually what you're talking about, we'll tap on this a little bit. What you're talking about, I think, is using medication at a younger age. We could call that harm reduction in a sense, because it's reducing future harm. Mm. Would you agree with that? I would say, yeah, I would say so. So, I mean, you know, if you're a six-year-old and you and you can't pay attention in class and it's just, you know, a miserable experience and you're constantly sort of, you know, uh, you know, either, either you're showing symptoms of like hyperactivity or just like complete deficient uh, um, attention deficit, right? So you, you aren't pay, able to sort of really focus. Um, you know, I think, yes, medication, if that's going to, if that's going to help you concentrate in the moment, right? So, you know, you, you could, you could, as an adult, you know, I grew up with, with ADHD, I learned all of the, I sort of went through schooling with that sort of, um, with that brain, right? And I, and I, you know, by the time I reached the age of, I don't know, what is it, 22, when I think your brain like stops uh, developing entirely, right? So it starts, it, it enters like a decline stage, right? Um, you know, by the time you hit that stage, it's too late to really sort of rewire it without some kind of really intensive experiences. I don't know if, if I don't even think medication can necessarily help. I think um, in my case, medications kind of like turn into like a chronic sort of uh, thing. Whereas, you know, had I taken it when I was six, it would have helped while my brain was forming it really would have made a difference in terms of um, rewiring the way I experience, re rewiring my brain and helping me experience the world in a different way through the way that I experience the world, kind of like it, it, be, it would sort of become a snowball effect, if that makes sense. So that's where I was. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me ask you a, a couple questions about that. Are, are you still on, are you still on a medication? Are you still on medication? Are you on medication right now? Yes. Yeah. So I, so okay, what, 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 medi what medication do you take? So it's called Stratera. Um, it's, a, it's an, oh, I forget what it's called, an SNRI or something. Which, so it's a, um, to, to, it's, it's in, a, in a way, it's like an antidepressant. It's a fairly new drug, but it works in your adrenal glands, right? So, so the thing with ADHD is, you, you know, kids have, um, it's sort of, I think it's, based on the on your prefrontal cortex right so that's where your your concentration sort of centers lie right um and adhd people um i think they've done brain scans and they have smaller prefrontal prefrontal cortex than than people that don't have adhd right so um so i think so what the medication does i don't know, like uh, ritalin i don't know if you've heard of ritalin and there's other ones um 
so 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 those are stimulants so it's the ritalin concerta um uh, there's another one that's that's used a lot in the states um but so it's a stimulant right so it's it's it, it sounds counterintuitive to give somebody that's hyperactive a stimulant right because you just think they're going to get more hyper well, but with, let, let, let me stop you here Let's 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 slow down a little bit and we'll okay. have we'll have just quicker answers because the audience uh I, I just I'm just getting a perspective from you, not okay. a scientific okay. study. Uh okay. because we could go, you know, that that could go no forever, course. right? So we're we're talking more just you personally. So you're on okay. medication. Does, yep. does your like doctor, psychiatrist, or you yourself? see an exit exit strategy or or you want it for life <laughs> i asked him i said listen when am i gonna, when is when is it going to be time for me to come off this stuff and he laughed <laughs> he just laughed at me so uh <laughs> i don't know so i don't know when that's going to happen but oh, okay um, okay so that there, there there is no extra strategy for you at this particular not at time the moment. At, not at the moment no big yeah. deal you know that's just being honest and being truthful about yourself who you are and uh how about the disease model? Because we, I think in there we talked about being a victim, okay? Mm, yeah. Like victimhood versus taking responsibility. Like yeah. I see you as taking responsibility. You know, you're, you're not considered you. you're a victim of anything. You're just taking responsibility to help yourself to grow so you can concentrate and you can produce. And I don't know what the hell uh, kind of uh, medication you're on, but all I know is that you're brilliant, okay? I, I see what you do. I hear what you do. I see your accomplishments. So I look at it sometimes, you know, people will say, uh, Bobby, I look at it, mm, could be that you got a gift and, you know, we're making such a big deal out of this gift that you have uh, that we deny the gift and make it into something that is like bad, you know, a victim or uh, something's wrong, uh, which I don't see that at all, man. I tell you, I don't know how in the hell you do half the shit you do. Thanks, Bobby. Cool. Look, I mean, um, it, in, again, when I was at school, having been through that process, it was a miser miserable experience. I failed grade 10 twice, right? Like, you, I mean, you can imagine, I'm sure, that like arriving at grade 10 for the third year in a row, like how fucking miserable. Can I swear on this? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so how fucking miserable that 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 moment was, right? It was like humiliating. It was all sorts of um, things, and um, so you know, that at that time in my life, I was so sort of like I felt so incredibly incompetent and, and useless and stupid that um, I I never thought I I would really achieve very very much with my life at all, right? I didn't see myself as as um, remotely intelligent or anything like that, right? Um, in a lot in a lot of ways, that's carried through with me. I like often sort of still still feel that way, um, and um, like imposter syndrome and you know shit like that. But uh, I um. And that's, I think, so in a lot of ways, there's, there's two sides to that coin. I don't, sorry, I don't want to hop on you, but it like, you know, that kind of like sort of sense of um, low self-esteem, if you want to put it that way, sort of puts me in a, in a place where I feel like I need to prove that I am competent, right? So there's like almost like a motivational factor there. Um, but at the same time, I think um, 
I've, I've found my passion in life, which is uh, being entrepreneurial, right? Which is a create, it's a creative pursuit, right? So it's, it's some, it's something that, um, you know, I can build businesses and I can, I can sort of create things and sort of combine resources and, and shit like that. And, and I, I'm good at it. Right. So it's not sort of like a, um, you know, like an accounting job where I kind of have a set routine, you know, being an entrepreneur, like, like permanently being on, a, on an adventure of, of, of serious ups and serious downs. Um, and, and, uh, and it's cool. I'm, I'm you know, so, I'm very lucky from that perspective that I'm able to pursue all of that. Um, you know, so, I, so let me let me just pause you. That that that's that's kind of like what you were just saying, what you were just talking about. This is why I have this no more la no no labels. I'm not deprogramming people. I'm I'm not helping deprogram people from just Alcoholics Anonymous. Sure. I'm helping deprogram from society. Sure. Okay. Because when we were little kids, society told us something was wrong with us. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't one person. It was yeah. education. The school system in itself needs to be deprogrammed in itself because yeah. it really doesn't really work because it separates. I actually think it separates the gifted. I, I failed second grade, uh, not twice, but once. And it was because of reading. And I still have a problem reading. I still have a problem yeah. with maintaining I still have a problem with low self-esteem. I have a problem with everything that you talk about and everything you think you have a problem with, I have a problem with too. Mm, okay? mm, and what I found mm. out, you know, in Alcoholics Anonymous, they want to try to make us different. You know, mm. we're so different. See, that's the problem with society. They want to make, they want to put us in these little boxes. Okay. Yep. So if you can't get educated the way we want you to educate, then something's wrong with you. So mm. I say, I go in Alcoholics Anonymous and they tell me I got this disease. I got this problem. You don't have to be responsible for it anymore. Okay. You don't have to be responsible for something because it's a disease. Mm. Okay. Matter of fact, there's no cure for it. The only cure is to come to Alcoholics Anonymous. Let, uh, uh, let me have your, your will and your life and, and mm. give mm. me your care and recruit others for life, you know, and that don't work. That, that's not called freedom. Okay. But getting back, society in itself has programmed us into believing a lot of things that aren't true. Mm. No, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> you know, and, 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 and that's, um, I, I keep on wanting to revert to sort of like these uh, sort of scientific ideas that I've, that I've been reading about, Bobby, I hope you don't mind. Right. But like from a, from a personality point of view, right. I know I'm not, um, I'm 100% not wired to to sort of follow the rules. I'm I'm wired to negotiate. Me too. I'm I'm wired to negotiate on my own behalf. I'm less likely to negotiate on on somebody else's behalf, right? That's a gift. So I'm, That's I'm, great. I'm, I'm sort of, That's great. Sure, but I can relate also, to that. It also, means, it also means that I'm that I'm like low relatively low in compassion, right? So I'd make a very bad nurse or a very bad school teacher, you know what I mean? Like I just that won't work for me, you know what I mean? So, um, so I think we all have personality traits, right? And I think school sets us up for, for you know, a life of, um, I don't know, sitting behind a desk and sort of pushing paper, right? Maybe a life uh, of conformity, a life of authority, a, a life of being controlled, a life sure. of being manipulated, indoctrinated. That's it. Agreed. 100%. And, 
And I, I'm sort of, again, you know, I'm, I'm not wired to follow the rules. I'm wired to sort of live in the gray area, if that makes sense. Um, and kind of like push the boundaries and sort of, uh, that's just how I'm wired. And, 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 uh, and that sort of manifested itself at school as well. It's like, I wouldn't, I would, I did not follow the rules. I was, I was just, you, you know, you can't tell me what to do. And that's just, sorry, that just the way I am, right? Um, you know, going into AA, or, or NA or whatever it is, one of the 12 step fellowships. And like, you know, um, I had a, I had a friend and I'm going to, I don't know, probably going to talk about this in many different videos. Right. But this friend came to me and he said, um, he can't associate with me because I'm on medication and that makes me not clean. So he, he, and he just got out of rehab. Right. So, uh, he doesn't want to, I don't know. His words to me were, okay. Um, he, he said, listen, I don't want to die. Okay. So that means I have to listen to my sponsor, okay, and I'm prepared to do whatever he tells me to do. And his sponsor told him to tell me that I'm not clean and that because I'm on meds and he cannot associate with me as a result. So um, if my sponsor told me not to associate with somebody that I've known my entire life, I would tell him to fuck off like, like, like that. Um, and because it's bullshit. What is that? Where does that come from? It's, well, it's, let me let me just jump in here absurd. because I can relate. I can relate to that 100. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to have to. I'm going to come in defense of any program out there, or not defense of Alcoholics Anonymous in this sense. I was in for probably over 30 years, and I went mm -hmm. against this. I went against the stream the whole time I started. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't. I, I I broke the rules. It was just like you being in school or me being in school. I broke all the rules, and I did it their way, and I did it my way. And I found out that my way works best. Okay. So I always, in the very beginning, went against the conformity and the authority of Alcoholics Anonymous. I was lucky in that sense because this gentleman that came to my house, he wasn't a big book thumper and he wasn't, he, he, he I didn't call him a sponsor. I called him a friend. He mm. didn't push the big book down my throat. He believed in freedom. Okay. So yeah. I was I was lucky in that sense in the beginning and all through the whole process of me being an Alcoholics Anonymous, I always checked out other things and other avenues. But I'm here to say this. I'm here to yeah. say one thing about Alcoholics that I think it's what type of meeting you go to, really. Not I'm, I'm, it sounds like I'm defending Alcoholics Anonymous, but I'm defending humanity and society oh. in, a, in a good sense, in this sense that if you go to clubs you're going to get people coming out of rehabs, going in and out, in and out. People that don't really want to do anything, they come into a meeting, they could talk bullshit, they think they know the whole program. I, mm. I stayed away from clubs, okay, these things mm. called clubs. The meetings that I attended, I really didn't hear much of that. If somebody mm. came up to me and said they were on meds, I would say, well, I'm not a doctor, you got to do what the doctor says, and that sounds cool to me, as long as you're, what the hell, Alcoholics Anonymous is about drinking, it ain't about anything else, right? It's, sure. That's what I would say from the very beginning. And I mm. really never, I, I really didn't hear that a lot. So I was fortunate enough that I hung around with here. Here's the, here's the key part, the really cool part about any society you join. I don't care if it's a boy scouts or what. I, I always hung around with people that were like minded with me. If people were trying to tell me exactly what to do and, and make me conform and tell me I had to do it this way. I, I wouldn't hang around them. Okay. Mm. I, I had that like you had it. I had that inside of me. Okay. So if somebody told me if I was on meds and somebody told me, uh, don't use meds, I tell them, look, shut, shut up. Will you? Matter of fact, you're not my friend anymore. Take off because mm. uh, I feel that it's helping me. 
And this, let, let's talk about being your own advocate. You know, mm. we, we believe in professionals and doctors and studies and scientific research and all that stuff. And some of half of it's bullshit too. Okay. So uh, we need, we need a balance when we talk about conspiracy theories, because a lot of things is conspiracy. Come on, let's, 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 let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> so we need a balance of what's real. What works for you? Sure. What works for you? What do you got to say about that, Ryan? Um, I think I think it's it's can be tricky. I think um, everything's everything. I mean, it's it's like it's the, oh, my addiction is like a very it's like a multi-dimensional. It's like it's very complicated and complex. I mean, I just I you know. So I think yeah, doing doing what's doing what's right for you. Okay, all good, right? Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to personality. So if you've got a very sort of, um, you know, if you're strong in in compassion and 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 you're a very sort of like polite person, right? So if you're a very agreeable person, right? You're gonna you're gonna be easily influenced. Okay, um, and there's a story that I got right. I, I remember going to a meeting and. Um, every time I was at this meeting, it would be, it would end late. And this guy would ask me for a lift home and it'd be like, live like a hundred color. I don't know where you live miles away. And um, I'd have to sort of give this guy a lift home and, and uh, it happened every single meeting. And I was like, eventually I started getting every day because I'd get home after midnight just because of, you know, having to drive out of the way for this dude. And I don't mind doing things for people, but I started, I started getting angry with this guy and irritated. Right. And, and, you know, I don't know if I need to be deprogrammed on this front, but uh, I, I looked at my part in it and my part is that I was being dishonest when he asked me if I could give him a lift I was like I was just agreeing to it and, and trying to be a nice person but I was like I actually wanted to get home because I was worried that my my girlfriend at, well she was my girlfriend at the time she's my wife now but if I was worried that she you know it wasn't okay or, or I don't know we live in a dangerous country right so um I wanted to be home to make sure that she was cool so so being told I, I also Bobby I, I, my first my, my first sponsor he was also very cool hey but not a not a he didn't shove st stuff down my throat he was um very cool guy and he he, he really um he wasn't a, a Nazi if I can put if use that word right he wasn't a Nazi in any by any means um so my problem is you know it's like and it's like his friend of mine right it's cool he doesn't want to associate with me because he thinks that i don't know me being on meds is going to contaminate his fucking i don't know what i don't know how it works in his mind right but whatever he thinks right that's his decision and it's his it's his choice right but my problem is that it isn't it's his sponsor's choice his sponsor gave him that direction so you know again you try and tell me what to do good luck with that one i'm not i'd I question everything. I'm constantly overanalyzing stuff. I'm constantly, um, my default reaction is no. Like that's my default reaction, right? Um, this guy's, he's like, I don't know, he's probably a lot more compassionate and he's fallen into some bullshit ideology and he's been brainwashed. And now this sponsor, this weirdo has some kind of control over him and, it, and it's concerning. Do you know what I mean? That's what I have a problem with. Um, so yeah, I'm all for, you know, choosing your own direction and I'm, I'm i'm not a fan of people going hey if you don't you know if you don't look at your part in it you're gonna die and uh, what uh, what uh, I'm, I'm like no um I'm, I'm gonna question everything i'm not just gonna fall for it because it's in the book sorry um no i agree with you i agree listen, with you that book was written in 19 sorry sorry i don't know when it was written but i know it formed in 1935 
the same year that the prefrontal uh, uh, the 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 lobotomy you know the you know they stick an ice pick in your eye I don't know if you know that procedure yeah I know yeah it was invented in 1935 the same time as AA yeah um, we went from the first plane the first uh, international flight okay uh, um, taking people you know a bunch of people on an aeroplane across country in 19 I think it was 1914 right uh, 50 years later we landed the first man on the moon do you know what I mean so like my point that I'm trying to make is you you invent something in 1935 and and you know there are people in 2022 going on like it's the <laughs> the second coming you know what I'm saying it's like no um science and and different things have advanced there's different ways that you can also consider and look at AA is not the only way listen don't get me wrong Bobby I'm not I'm not sort of um I'm not an anti-AA or anti-12 step person I'm just like what I'm trying to say is there's other options what I'm trying to say is there's there's you know use your use your brain and think about stuff and look at stuff don't just fall into a trap of listening to someone you know, that's, that's thinks they're a messiah and um, that they can tell you what to do because they're, uh, you know, they've got a bit of clean sound behind them. Like, like that's ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, <clears throat> so that's my point. So now, uh, well, look, anybody that watches my podcast knows that's my point too. I am anti-AA. I'm just like anti-religion, anti-government, anti-AA. I'm anti a lot of different <laughs> things, but I'm not a prohibitionist. Okay. I believe in a power of choice. I believe in a freedom of choice. Do whatever yep. you want to do. It's it's your deal. Uh, if you mm. want to be, if you look, I believe that we are victims when we become victims of a brainwashing cult. We, we, we want yep. to be we're victimized. We're victimized, but we don't have to stay that way. That's what this podcast and that's what we're talking about. We don't have to stay there because of responsibility, taking responsibility. You wrote that's something it. here, rejecting responsibility in exchange for different diagnoses that will explain all of our shortcomings with a simple acronym like ADHD, DID, OCD, SUD, SAD, social anxiety disorder, whatever the disorder you want to do, because scientists, you know, and then you did mention it, that this, the pharmaceutical industry, there's no big conspiracy against the big farm, but I, 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 I push back against that, okay? And I push back pretty hard because, you know, look, let's just say half of the community is, is full of shit and the other half is just trying to make money and pharmaceutical industry is right there and they're, they're, they're making money and, and they're pumping out some stuff and they're, they're putting people on antidepressants that shouldn't be on antidepressants. Let's be real here too. We gotta, we gotta look at the balance of this stuff. Who's, you know? who's to decide though? Like who's to decide? And who's 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 putting who's putting the people in antidepressants? You know what I mean? Are, are the are the are the healthcare profession? Listen, I, I agree with you that yes, they, they yes they are. I agree that they are a minority of, and I use the word minority purposefully. Hey, like there's a minority of of healthcare professionals that do not have the best intentions, right? And they might they might be out there to make a bit of money, right? Like a one hundred percent, or sorry not be out there to make money like that's their sole intention or whatever the case right and they you know they aren't entirely ethical right i agree with that that happens but you know it doesn't mean because you get a small minority of these idiots doing that kind of thing that all of them are that way inclined like okay like, okay okay no no i no, i agree with you 100 percent there but here's what up see when i talk about deprogramming i talk about deprogramming society 
the educational mm. system, the college system. You got to go. I have to go back. I, 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 I do podcasts connecting the dots and follow the money. I go way back. Okay, where? Yeah. Who took over the pharmaceutical industry? Who took over the holistic industry? Who, who, who hijacked the AMA? Uh, look, here, here's the deal. The educational system was designed for a reason. It's a, it, 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 you got to be careful because in itself is an indoctrination system. I'm not blaming the, the, the psychiatrists, the therapists, and all these other counselors and stuff like that because they're brainwashed too. They're brainwashed into a lot of stuff that society can I, can I answer you there? Hey, so so I think again, personal responsibility. No, no, I'm, I got this. This phone is going to ring until uh, I can't see it. So go ahead. Okay, so so personal responsibility. Um, you need to you need to take so, and it, uh, you know I discussed this with a few people last night, like. Before I can start changing the world, right? I gotta, I gotta be able to make my bed in the morning first, and I gotta be able to, you know, like do the simple things for myself, right? Okay. Um, if it is a case that big pharma is out there, um, you know, punting opiates left, right, and center, okay, wouldn't the responsible thing be to do if I was prescribed? opiates wouldn't the response what's the responsible person if i have to take personal responsibility i'm going to investigate that again back to back to being um you know go for a second opinion you know being critical about stuff it's like going into aa and just buying into what the book says um because the book says it it's like it's like no like some of what the book says is bullshit um you know some of what people tell you about opiates is bullshit like be critical about stuff and that's what i want and that's a way of taking personal responsibility right so even if there is a grand conspiracy or whatever the case right me taking personal responsibility i, I can i can evade that you know and i can do what's right for me i don't know if that makes sense eh, bobby well uh, it makes it makes definite sense because that's what i've been saying for the last couple of years cool. i mean so it's 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 not like um look there's no black and white in this. If you no, think, if you think, not you. Now, when I'm talking, I'm talking to the audience. I don't. I'm not talking directly to you. I'm talking to the audience because mm, there's no mm. black and white thing to this. Uh, there's there's everything in between. Okay, mm, it's mm. it's like my life experience is not black and white. It's not good and bad. It's there's so much mm. in between. When people say that I have time, yeah, I got look. I have 38 years in this recovery industry. This multi-trillion dollar industry that that is a big money making thing when i talk about things i talk about taking person just exactly what you just said i said a half an hour ago when i said that you have to become your own advocate yes okay i, I want to yep so i think the guys in 1935 the you know i don't know they talk about the let me just find this note here that i made um was it here Dated. Yeah. So um let me just find those notes. Okay, here we go. Okay, <laughs> the word psychiatrist appears 81 times in the big book. Why does the word psychiatrist appear 81 times in the big book? Why? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because I study this stuff, I know all the history. Yeah, I could, yeah. You can you can ask me any question about alcoholics and non-anonymous. I'm interested, you. I'm curious. Okay, yeah. well, I, I believe why because Carl Young. Carl Jung, Jung, 
You ever, yep. you, you know, Dr. Carl Jung, right? He was a big influence. Okay. He was a big influence. And, and, and a cup look, Alcoholics Anonymous was copied. It was, it was copied from religion, from Christianity, yep. from, from uh, medicine. From, look. Bobby, check this out. Check this out. Okay. Page 305, right? I know it's not the first 168 pages or whatever it is, but it's page 305. I spent this, okay, the quoting here. I spent five and a half years in psychoanalysis and proceeded to become drunk. I don't mean that in any sense as a derogatory statement about psychotherapy. It's a great tool, not too potent, but a great tool. So that's page 305. Page 308. And the psychiatrist has had thousands of couches and has put you and me on them many, many times, but hasn't helped, me very, helped us very much. That's page 308. Uh, page 238. I had a long talk with my psychiatrist, but nothing came of that. Um, I can go on and on and on. Every, like, uh, you know, eight, 81 times they use the word psychiatrist. And I think once that I counted was it used in a positive sort of affirmation towards psychiatry or psychology. I don't know what it was. But the rest of the time, it was all um, attacking the concept of psychiatry. Now, you're talking about some, the first antidepressant was invented in 1950, right? How, what the hell were these guys talking about exactly in 1935 when they wrote this bullshit, right? About psychiatry. Psychiatry in 2022 is not the same as it was in 1935. 1935, they were sticking ice picks in people's eyes, okay? So I'm not surprised that they're going to think psychiatry is a lot of shit, right? Um, I, 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 I get that. Well, like but, you talked, like you mentioned, you're talking about an antiquated uh, pseudo uh, exactly. fake scam. So you're talking about a religion. Okay? Yeah, definitely. It's a religion. So, it yeah, is. it's a religion. So when, when, you're when you're telling when you're telling my audience or not my audience, but when you're telling the audience that subscribes to my channel, you're uh, <laughs> we all know that we all agree on it. A hundred percent. OK, we That's know a, it's all bullshit. And we know it's Listen. a scam, and it was a doctrination system designed by Rockefeller, not by Bill and Bob. He hijacked it. The big, the big book was not written until five years after Bill and Bob met, and they met, and, and they stayed in the Oxford Group, which was a religious organization, for many years during this Alcoholics Anonymous scam that they were writing the book and everything. The step book mm. wasn't written until 17 years later. And then Marty Mann and, and uh, uh, Brinkley Smithers and, and Jarnick got together and they, they pumped out all this educational system about that. That's why I'm talking about that, that society has to be deprogrammed where this stuff came from and, 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 and got indoctrinated into the education system. Uh, wh why would somebody put $50 million dollars uh, or $80 million yeah. into a program and colleges for an indoctrination. So there's a there's an agenda and there's a reason why, you know. But that's my that's my problem with it. My problem with it isn't that the you know conceptually being able to go out and be with other like-minded people, okay, that are going through what I'm going through and helping the next person and sort of like from that spiritual perspective, right? Like on the surface of it. I think that's awesome. I think that can be helpful and all the rest of it, right? But I think there are people there that take this stuff and they turn it into absolute bullshit. And I think, look, I haven't um, investigated. I'm not going to just buy what you say to me, are they, Bobby? I'm going to go and investigate, right? So, but the Rockefeller thing, the, you know, like, like, it, it, you know, it could be true. And, and, and 
again, I think people are taking stuff like this anti-psychiatric sentiment. They don't understand where it's coming from, but they're walking around telling people like, hey, you need to get off your meds before I could take you step through step four. And then someone kills themselves because they got off the anti they, they were uh, Who knows? Whatever, right? Okay. That to me is like, it's like, see in the big book, they talk about psychiatry and, and they tell you about how psychiatry is all bullshit. And it's in the book. It's in the, it's in the book. So it must be true. It's like, no. That, like that's what irritates me about it so from a you know i'm not saying don't go to aa and i'm not saying i'm saying there is value there okay but yeah. i agree with you in a lot of ways that <laughs> i agree with you i agree with you yeah. i agree i agree with you because i break okay. down all the traditions i break down all the steps i mean you know look if you look at a tradition on on uh just on anonymity let's see here uh tradition here we go just the first tradition i don't know if you know anything about the traditions but sure, the traditions sure. govern the groups they control the groups and the first tradition is each member of alcoholics anonymous is but one small part of a great whole and that's collectivism collectivism that's that's the group think mentality okay they yeah. want you to conform to that type of thinking and here we yeah. go it says aa must continue to live aa it's not even a person. It's a corporation. It's three corporations. Alcoholics Anonymous is three corporations. It's a money. It's a multi-level marketing scheme that goes to the top. Okay. So here mm. we go. AA must continue to live or most of us will surely die. Mm. Now that, that's a bold statement. You know what their excuse for that is, is that it's not, it's not God's, it's not God's will. That's just humans will always let you down. It's, 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 it's you know, it's man that lets you down. It's not, you know what I mean? They bring it back to the, I don't know. They come up with all sorts of, like you say, collectivism. Um, you know, I think like feminism, right? I think when it first sort of was theorized or whatever, I don't know too much about it, so I'm not going to say too much on it, but I think it was like like a fair level-headed kind of um, theory, you know, that made sense, okay? Um, but what people are doing with it today Okay, and they've they've turned it into this insane, I don't know, like it's 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 gone sort of wildly sort of um uh, you know, it's become out of control the way people sort of implement it and you and, and use the theory and all the rest of it, right? And I think that's what's happened here as well, is people are twisting all of this shit to death. Um are you saying though, Bobby, can I just ask you, are you saying though that it was the intention from the word go was nefarious? Like it was it like yes it was yes from yes A1. yes uh-huh a1 okay okay For, well it went way back it went way back alcoholics anonymous is just a it's just a, a distribution it's like a warehouse because you know even dr silkworth told bill i mean right to his face he said there's nothing we can do you better go spiritual and make sure you call it a disease dr silkworth mm -hmm. said that now here's a book Here's a book that they sell millions of that's only 134 pages, really, the rest of the stories, 134, uh, 164 pages. And one doctor, Dr. Silkworth, way back in 1935, is going to tell me, because he actually said, he actually said to himself, there's nothing we can do. You got to go to God. I've never said this out loud, but I, I, I really don't get why more people don't call bullshit on that on that medical explanation in that book what is it what is it like your liver secretes acids what you, you well it's a body, enzyme. well whatever uh, i don't know where it says enzyme or not but let's um 
you know, no. harm. You talk, let's touch on that harm reduction a little bit. Uh, okay. you, you said something about genetic inheritance, family mm. influences, culture factors, encourages attitudes, behaviors, and moods can be overridden, but difficult. And you know what? Uh, you mm. were you were mentioning something in, in the thing. You were saying that your wife, you're mm. you're like staring up into the sky. Your wife's talking to you and you're not, you know, you're not paying any attention to her. Okay. Do you act, do you think, I'm just asking you a question because I believe you can, I believe it, but you don't have to, but do you think that you can rewire that in some way to refocus your attention to listening to your wife instead of staring into the sky? Or is that, or is that physiologically and psychologically and mental that you cannot change that? I use that. I, I use that definitely, one hundred percent, jokingly, right? But but there's a lot of truth in that. Is is you know, I I do think that um there are there are ways and techniques and sort of like um things that I can do to help myself be better at paying attention to my wife when she's talking to me about whatever, right? Um, but I think I don't think I think I've gone past the point that um. Listen, if I if I spend six hours a day meditating, then 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 I'll think I could get it right, Bobby, uh, to answer your question. But um, again, you know, I live in Joburg. I run businesses. I have shit to do. Um, it's just you know, for me, I'm gonna just take a pull that you know every morning and get on with my day. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> if that makes sense, right? Um, meditating for six like like and i literally mean meditating for six hours a day like i think short of that um my only solution would be to take medication for for the adhd and 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 maybe ask her to sort of like you know um work try and work with me in a way and just sort of point it out when i'm doing it and so on and so forth i don't know if you what you think about that, eh? that well that sounds kind of extreme you know uh here for six hours of meditation who in the hell i would never even think of i mean i have a hard time meditating for 10 minutes okay so i don't know how anybody would even no, meditate. exactly yeah I, I have a hard time meditating uh, meditation here's here's what, what i listen, here, here, yeah. listen listen to this here some pe people people sometimes miss the point because it's got to be big and bold you know okay meditation i'm i when you talk i listen that in a for that in a sense is a meditation. I'm meditating. I'm I'm listening. I'm I'm putting my attention into your energy that's coming through. Yeah. So in Meeting a sense, well. in a sense, we're both do a, doing a, a form of medication. I mean, medicate meditate. It's medicate <laughs> medication. It's it, it's our <laughs> medication because if we didn't, we couldn't even do this podcast because I'd be interrupting you and you'd be interrupting me and you're saying you're wrong and I'm wrong and you're right, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Bobby, I could, I could be trying to avoid having to take personal responsibility, hey? Like that just, it could be, that, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, shit, man, I've got kids and they're young kids and we, they wake up and my life is hectic sometimes and I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's like, it's called overwhelmed. That's, that's called being yeah, overwhelmed. Shit, I've, been I've been there. I've been there. I've had businesses. I've been overwhelmed. I had catering business where people have to rely on weddings to, you know, I, 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 I specialized in weddings and if I didn't do this and my brain would be day and night day, I would be I doing, I would be doing the job way before the job even happened. Yeah. I, I can understand that. People People will say, okay, well, 
well, what are you running businesses for? You should actually just like, like you're just chasing money or you just, it's like, I'm good at it, man. I'm good at building businesses. And, and I'm, I like, I really am fucking good at it. It's something that I like, and I'm not going to brag or like, you know, but it's, it's just something that I've, and it's taken me a fucking long time to say that say out loud, eh? like, like that I'm good at something, eh, Bobby, like, but I know that I'm good at that, but I'm not going to go move to the beach and meditate for fucking, even if it's for, an hour every i'm not going to do that i want to live in joburg and run businesses and build businesses and that's what i want to do with my life I don't and that's want to, and that's the and freedom I, and that's the freedom and choice you're free to do that you're doing it and no one can yeah. stop you and you enjoy yeah. it and that's all that matters but that's it. but here's a here's a little but you know but i hate to use the word but but sometimes <laughs> we have to do a little bit of a compromise it's got to be balanced i hear you okay not no, balanced, right. just a little bit of just a little bit you know, no, because, I, hey, yeah. look, hey, if my wife or, or the husband wants fancy stuff, they want to travel, they want to go places, they want to buy stuff and they want to enjoy life uh, with the good, good, you know, it takes a lot of money. Uh, you have to respect the person that is is a uh, oriented. Can I, can I comment on that? See, I um, that's weird. It's so weird because um, I asked my buddy, I was, he, 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 we were discussing each other's. Uh, partners and and uh, he asked me what I thought of his and I said well what do you think of my missus and he said he thinks she's a gold digger and uh and I like I was dumbfounded by that because at the time I didn't have curtains in my house and the reason I didn't have curtains in my house was because I wanted because I took the money that I was meant to buy curtains with and I put it into my business I had like a shitty little tv (laughs) that it's like a really shitty little TV. And in the in the rehab center, I had the, the, the big screen that was meant to be in my house was in the in the re- you know, I would I make the I made those sacrifices. Um I don't go on holiday. I never go on holiday. I said to my wife the other day, I was like, geez, how do people afford going on? And she looks at me, she, you can afford to go on holiday. You yeah. just don't want to. Um like I don't go on I work fucking like insane, like insane hours like insane hours i work i'm constantly working the 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 quality of life okay so so look yeah you could say workaholic you could say okay cool whatever maybe maybe i'm not as spiritual as i should be and i should be sort of meditating and and doing some of that at least um i really find purpose in in living the way that i live i really find a lot of value and purpose in it i know they can go to extremes and i can end up uh burnt I've, i've been down that road end up burnt out on the couch um, not being able to function because I've put myself through so much. But point that I'm trying to make is, um, what is the point that I'm trying to make? That, that, it, yeah, that you enjoy what you're doing. That's you know, yeah. and, and it. you know, it's, it's 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 really more about the activity of doing it, the excitement, the creativity, the enjoyment, the the passion. You know, it's all about that. I'm just yeah. look, I'm just look. You're you're where you're at. I'm where I'm at. We're we're no different. We're talking. To human no, beings. Sure. I mean, if I sat, hey, if your wife was sitting here and we were doing a podcast with your wife or my wife, she'd tell you shit that you know we really don't yeah. want the people to know. Okay, sure. Uh, let's be honest. Now you're you're no, a, you're a uh, husband. How long mm. you been married? Uh, I don't know to be honest. Well, think, uh, ten. No, it's like uh, like seven years. Seven years. Okay, so you've been I've married. Been, I've, I've known her for twelve years. Okay, so you've been you've known her for twelve. You're married for how many children do you have? Two. Two boy and a girl. Yeah. How how old how old's the old how old are they? Uh, three old? and three and six. 
Okay. If you're anything like me, I forget numbers. I forget birthdays. I forget. I just happen to do that. Try to, hey, my wife, I got to write stuff down to remind me my anniversary. I couldn't even tell you what year right now, but I know how many years I've been married 50 years. Okay. Mm. I have two daughters and I have five grandchildren. That's so, awesome. Man. You know, we're, 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 we, we can relate to that. We have, we yeah. have a family, we have friends and yeah. family. Uh, yeah. I don't have too many friends to tell you the truth, you know, uh, Another, yeah. Uh, but uh, I used to be more driven, more success driven. I still am. I mean, I still am in a sense, but I understand overwhelmness. Okay. Mm. When Six-six. we put too, I understand that stress can be very, very mental and physical to the human mm. body stress. And, and the thing is that a lot of times we don't know we're under stress. We don't know we're stressing out because we deny that in a sense that that's part of it all. But I'm not saying you're stressed and I'm not saying you're overwhelmed. I'm just talking to the audience. You know, when yeah, I'm but, I mean, so, okay. So the question, the question then sort of comes to mind is like, can you take too much responsibility on, right? Okay. And I, you know, and I, I, I always, I always really thought, you know, thought of myself as a, as an incredibly responsible person, right? So personal responsibility, I, like in terms of meditating and sort of getting up and doing a bit of exercise and trying to do the self-care stuff. I struggle with that. Okay. Um, I know it's important and I do make an attempt, right. And make efforts. Right. But, um, you know, being, taking on responsibility, like trying to, trying to do, trying to do as much as I possibly can, you know, all the time it it became crushing it really became crushing and but you know having said that it was an adventure and i know where my limit is like now and it's way further it's way further than i ever imagined it could be right like i can i can take on a hell of a lot you know and i think most people can too i think people um don't realize how much they can i can't i get i get i get i get uh, no i i some people can, and some people are. Some people are just wired different. Uh, could let's you, talk. You know what? Let's. Just, huh? Go ahead. Could you could you take on a lot of pressure like a few years back or uh, years? Some- yeah, years ago. I think as you get older, you you tend to take on less. You get more aggravated yeah. and more uh, stressed out because you're trying to pull. See, I'm 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 I was kind of a family man too, where I had a you know I, I felt like I had to help here and do this and do that and then do the job too, and so it was you know, being pulled in a lot of different ways. Uh, let's mm. talk about something. Let's talk about the mind, the brain, the brain. The brain is just a physical thing, right? It's just a the brain is physical, right? Talk about the mind, right? Uh, which is mental and everything is, you know, mentalism is a big thing and cause and effect, you know, cause a, ca- causality is more important than effect because effect, whatever effect, you can't change effect. Effect happened in the past. We we can change the cause today, which may have an effect in the you, present you, moment. I think I saw it on you. The guy, this uh, that reminds me of uh, what's one of your videos where you posted one today, I think, about causality. And the guy mentions the matrix, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, like, yeah, chemical. Um, I mean, and the matrix is the perfect example. Like, if 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 what you're interpreting of what your perception of the world is is just your brain which is made up of chemicals and electrical impulses it's just your brain interpreting that then you can manipulate and this is sort of ties in with my medication argument you can manipulate that with medication like it's like it's, it's like an engineering tool that you can use um 
sorry, sorry for uh, bringing that up, but I just uh, I, I remembered that. It's, no, no, that's uh, that's Mark Fascio. He believes, you know, he's a he's a teacher in this. He's a teacher philosopher uh, in natural law, and he's probably one of the best in natural law. But that could okay. be, you know, that could be seen as a religion too. If somebody wants to look at it that way, they could pose it. Mm. But he believes in certain laws of the universe, you know, and okay. cause cause and effect is one of the laws in universe that we can't. Karma, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we, we can't get away with it because you know the, the the effects have to do with the physical because it affects mm. somebody, okay? But the the, the cause. Is like whatever I do has an effect, but so I can change that. That's the only thing I can change is the cause. The causality is mental. Okay. Mm. It's the why, why I do the things I do. So mm. I don't know if you believe in shadow work. You believe in self-analysis. You, you ever go to a therapist or something? You believe in self-analysis instead of somebody mm. else analyzing you? You know, it's always like we go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and we want them to kind of uh tell us you know more or less lead us into it but i believe in self-analysis shadow mm. work uh, discovering new things i believe in raising you know i believe in the subconscious the unconscious i believe in raising the unconscious to the conscious level becoming more mm. aware of of our society of the world of the universe what do you think about that I oh, 100% agree, eh, Bobby. I think uh, introspection, self-introspection. I mean, you're talking about introspection, right? Like um, self-analysis. I'm 100% on the on the same page. Um, I think it's incredibly important. Like if you if you if you can't articulate your experiences, you 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 know they're up in your head and they're floating around and 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 uh, you know probably not making very much sense. I don't know. So um, I think if you can articulate your 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 issues. Um, I, I personally believe in in doing that in written form, right? Because, um, like you know, because it like makes a coherent sort of gives me a, a coherent picture um, at the end of the process, right? So, I'm, I'm on the same page as you with regards to that. Yeah, I'll read. So I, I want to read something that has to do with the uh, uh, humanity as a whole remains ignorant of the underlying causes which they themselves set into motion in which leads to self-inflicted suffering in our lives. Now, but hold on, society, sorry, if you read that first part of it, society does that. Uh, well, I'm talking about society in a whole. We do this as an individual, but we're okay. collective society. So society is doing it to themselves. You know, all the things that happen or the things that are happening in the world, we are doing it collectively to ourselves. We're inflicting suffering. No one else is doing it. Unless you, don't you, think, you don't think that's because of a lack of personal responsibility again. And like I, it brings to mind this um, like Buddhist proverb that I, that I recall hearing where the guy talks about um, there were these two entertainers and they were riding through town on a on a unicycle and there was a guy on the unicycle and then uh, that was the master and then there was a guy on top juggling and um the guy juggling said listen um you watch me and i'll watch you and that way we won't fall off the bike and the, the master looked at him and said no no <laughs> i'll watch me and you watch yourself and that way we won't fall off the bike right so um you know, we could talk about society as a collective, but at the end of the day, society is made up of individuals that all 
in small increments as as the individual make choices and decisions and it turns into a collective if you if right. you know what i mean so it's not it's not like the collective sort of like there's a hive mind sort of no i didn't you know, no 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 i don't know i i think you just said the exact same thing i just said i sure. just heard i just sure. heard you say yeah. i just heard you say the exact same thing that i read Cool. Each, cool. Okay. each individual makes up society and it's our responsibility to make these changes, which I believe society is not doing. I think they're going in an altogether wrong direction. You know, okay. Ryan, uh, what do you want to close on? We've got, we got a couple more minutes. What would you like to close on and um, maybe say something um, to the audience? Maybe uh, get, a, get a shout out to your uh, YouTube channel again and, and talk about your rehab a little bit. Well, Bobby, I just want to say that I really think that um, you're, you're doing an amazing job as well. Like, like I really do. I think you, you, um, you've done an amazing job with your channel and you're reaching out and you're really sort of, um, you know, you've got, you've, got, you've got strong opinions, but I mean, that's cool. I, I think that's important. I think a lot of people don't, right? Um, and uh, so well, I just want to say like really well done on what you're doing and, and thank you for having me on. And um, yeah, so, so, and yeah, if you guys out there that are watching this, uh, could check out my channel, um, you know, maybe it's not, it's not for you. Maybe it is for you. I don't know. Give it a, give it a check it out. And I'd, I'd really appreciate any comments as well. So if you could, um, sort of, you know, comment on whatever it is that I've got put out there, um, whether it be a, you know, a critical comment or a good comment or whatever the case, like, I think anything really helps sort of helps me tailor things and, and get things out in the right direction um and make decisions right um so yeah thanks for that and and i suppose you'll put a link to my channel and i'll put a link to your channel on on my end bobby yes uh i don't even know if i know how to put up a link but i'll, I'll try oh, my best. Uh, i i sent it out to facebook but don't forget to subscribe to duly diagnosed on youtube okay check out arc addiction recovery center over there in, in south africa you know we're international man look hey we're over here talking to ryan in south africa that's international right okay so and don't forget to subscribe to anonymous addiction deprogramming podcast international yeah i keep on saying that because it's, it's, it's kind of uh i know some guys in the uk if i'll put you in touch with them as well hey i don't know if you know if you engage with some guys send them over that's... send them over okay. Do. All right, Ryan, we're going to, I think maybe I'll get on a, do a podcast with you someday and uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, appreciate, I'll appreciate that. Uh, you set it up and I'll come on anytime you like. Thanks, Bobby. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Hey. Ryan, take care now. We'll see you later. Okay, stay, stay on. I'll talk to you afterwards. Bye-bye. Cool.